that's how I would do it. I'd just be like, yo, this is your boy, Speedy, with the big All wing right. gang. Come at you live from my mom's basement. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Welcome listeners to The Big Wang Gang, the podcast where we talk about video games and everything else. Welcome to The Big Wang Gang. This is a podcast where we're just going to talk about whatever. I'm here with my two other hosts. I'm Speedy. I'm here with LP and Suzanne. Do you guys like to introduce yourselves? I'm Suzanne. It's your boy, LP, going through a crisis, as always, but we up. That's the, that's the spirit. Yeah. So what are we talking about today, boys? I was like, thinking we could talk about episode one, we could just talk about New Year's resolutions. I think, I think we need to talk a little bit, you know, about our backgrounds. Yeah, we're getting a little more deep with the introductions. Well, I mean, you know, people get to understand our backgrounds. It's not um, our fault they didn't read the magnet before listening to the podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that didn't make any fucking sense. This is going to be a little sloppy at first, but <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some uh, rhythm down after a while. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, uh, well, I, you know, I'm Suzanne. I, uh, I work. I go to school. I'm a welder. That's about it. You know. That's like the great value brand of introducing yourself. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much is. You know, I am great value. So that's basically every white, that's every blue collared American being introducing themselves right there. I, I, I have a job and I like going to school. <laughs> and I like to drink. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, it's your boy LP. I'm active duty U.S. military. Don't thank me for my service. And I'm also a minor in alcoholism. We're not there at professional level yet, but we're nearly there. That's when you start going to the okay. AA meetings, bro. Been there, done that. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, boy, I got some experience here. What about you, uh, Speedy? Uh, I'm Speedy and um, currently full-time college student on a pre-med track so life is a grind right now but on break currently so it's kind of relaxing living life yeah not not a whole lot more than that right now starting a podcast with the boys starting a podcast you know that's about it so where are y'all new year's resolutions then uh Um, to not die well that's gonna not work out so well don't get coronavirus. Don't oh, get, just kidding. Been there, done that. Don't get COVID again. <laughs> again. That's the key word. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. My Mine's just really like to, to work out, get fit. I'm not one of those New Year's people that is like, oh, no, New Year, new me kind of shit. Was already going to the gym. Just want to keep getting them gains. There you go. Love hearing that. Um, I mean, on a more serious note, one of my New Year's resolutions was I'd want to like, start reading books more because that's, that's not something not I've done in a long time. Audiobooks count, right? 
I guess. But I still uh, that's, like, that's what know. I do at work. I listen to a whole bunch of audiobooks. Just because, like, I don't have time outside of work because either I'm doing side stuff or, you know, going to the gym or sleeping. Because, you know, that's what happens when you work 10-hour days. Fair enough. Yeah, another one of mine was I want to join a powerlifting club because it's something I've been wanting to do for a while now. And since I've been lifting for a couple of years now, I feel like it might be time. Would you do that through the school? Yeah, I have a buddy that's in one right now. He said he could help me get into it and actually like do some competitions relatively soon. So that's cool. something I'm possibly looking to do. It'd be great if you're not playing sports anymore or anything like that. Great thing to put your uh, time into. Yeah, for sure. Especially outside of school. So when you do that, you, you know, enter into the competition. Is it just going for like max weight? Yeah, pretty much. It's just like you basically just go for max weight and squat, deadlift, and bench. So pretty much it's like you got to like kind of like work up to it though. You got to like plan a whole like um like routine and like have like a whole like program ready like eating wise like it's like it gets pretty strict and like crazy but it's something i've wanted to do for a while now so i feel like may as well do it now while i'm still in school you know yeah screw it you know why you got the free time on your hands you may as well try it at least once and say you did it yeah exactly we'll see how that goes I can definitely say I would never do something like that because that's just not who I am. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I am not that strong. I could not do that. Yeah, you gotta, I wasn't that strong when I started lifting. So. Yeah, but you've been doing it for – well, you've been lifting for a couple years now. So. Yeah, I mean, you're getting to the end of those newbie gains. But the newbie gains. It happens. Uh, OP, how about you? What do you got? Cut off toxic people. That's about it. Be happier with the people that I surround myself with. Oh, kind of like us. That's a that's a real positive one. Hey, yo, I spend more time with the boys. Stop wasting all on. It's mainly women, but that's besides the point. (laughs) I feel that. The root of I'd be a happier person with who I surround myself with instead of just trying to make everyone happy. Make myself happy. No, no, I get that because I've noticed just like recently going into the new year, like how many people. I was trying to contact and I would put in this big ass effort and they wouldn't try back. So I'm kind of just at that. I'm just at that point where it's like, if you're not going to talk to me and I'm going to put in an effort, then you're not worth my time because you're not, you know, trying back. So yeah, that's the worst one. Putting in a ton of effort and they're not like that's, that's rough. Yeah. It's a little rough, but you know, got to Learn from learn. it and move on, you know, with life. I mean, the way I look at things like that, like, when you, like, really break it down, the only thing you're going to have your entire life is yourself. Like, nothing else is guaranteed. Yeah. So, like, taxes. I feel like working on yourself – okay, besides taxes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, I feel like just working on yourself, on yourself, like, mentally, emotionally, like, physically, like, it's something, like – that'll take you like very far in life. 
Yeah, no. No, that, like, kind of reminds me of uh, one of the books I listen to, like, at work. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, and, yeah. Like, one I of the, started that a while ago. Never yeah, it's a it. good one if you're, like, in a mental crisis. Like, you just don't know what the hell is going on in your life. You listen to that, and it's like, mm-hmm. damn, that makes sense. And, like, one of the points he talks about in the book is, um, like, you only have so many fucks to give in life, so why give a fuck about the little things? And I guess that kind of like relates back to the people in your life. If, you know, you're putting in all this effort and you're trying and you keep trying and they're not trying back, then, you know, why, why should I, you know, in theory, give a fuck about them? So, yeah, I get I don't that. Know. That's, that's where I'm at. So, but yeah, that's fair. That's a good point, you know, but, uh, do we have any other topics we want to talk about currently? Nah, I don't know. What's I are mean, doing for the following week and shit like that? Anything exciting? Well, I went into work today, as you guys already know, and <laughs> I had the day off. Didn't know, you know, woke up at four o'clock, fucking went to work. I was there at five forty, and usually people are there, and I'm like, ah, oh, you know, maybe maybe people are just getting here slow and. 550 rolls around and it's 555 and the one kid that i know and that's like around me a lot he uh he shows up he's like yo where's everybody at and i was like ah fuck dude i don't know he wasn't here the week before neither was i i was on vacation he was sick and uh we just ended up talking until it was like six o'clock and nobody was there and it's just like you know fuck it i'm going home i'm tired i got like three hours of sleep Screw if, up. if I show up on a day where I'm not supposed to work, there's going to be another like dumbass airman who wanders in. We're just going to end up working the entire day and not realizing that we're not supposed to work. Yeah, our like, see, our our building's all like locked up. People have to come oh, in shit. and lock it. I have a key to get into my office, and then uh, the other managers for the shop have keys to get into the back, but. I can't get in the main door. I can only get into the door through the office, but the gates are locked. So I couldn't even get in if I wanted to. You'd be amazed at how like unsecure military bases are once you get past the gate. Like I guarantee on my base, I could walk to every building. And as long as it doesn't have a skiff in it, I can walk straight into that building. No key, no lock. No one could be in there. I could just walk straight. I mean, just going to the one that you're stationed at, literally there's only guards at the front gate and then everybody past that doesn't really, you know, give a fuck. If they see you, they're just like, oh, cool, whatever. (laughs) There's always a car out on the flight line. That's about it with two armed guards. And that's like literally base security. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was like the cops driving around and shit. But past that, it didn't really seem like there was a whole lot of armed guards but i mean it is a military base so i'm you know i don't know how many state people are stationed on your base but i'm assuming if there was some sort of if there was if there was like some sort of insurgents or something like obviously there's weapons and stuff on base people are gonna wreck shit oh no y'all seen fucking uh air fort that was on the military base and that shit just got ugly quick like uh pensacola at the beginning of 2020 a saudi student came on the base with a pistol and shot up his classroom got like oh yeah i heard about that man it took a base police like seven minutes to respond where was that at pensacola florida it's a a naval air station okay 
And that's now why we get a uh, hazard pay when we go to Saudi Arabia, because apparently you can't trust the Saudis. Wow. Only Sounds like our legit. most important ally in the Middle East, and suddenly, hey, yeah, no, you can't really trust them. God, I, that's what your tax dollars are spent on. For me being a functional alcoholic. Sounds like the life, bro. Seems like such a scam. Like once you get past like, like all the bullshit, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm obviously not in the military, so I don't know. But oh, it is a huge scam. If <laughs> if you want to just chill for either, you have it. I'll take care of you. Join the military. Either you have it like super easy or super hard in the military. That's like what I've, you know, witnessed and seen from you people. Gotta- you got to create your own luck too. Like I've gotten myself in the situation where I have, where I feel like I can just skim the military out of me putting my full effort in and still get paid my paychecks. So it's all, yeah. and it's all about mindset. Oh, yeah. Sure. Just don't do a career in it. Bad idea. Don't waste 20 years here. I'm trying to do my time and then go to college, get a degree and be a functioning member of society. Until get that GI bill. Ooh, GI bill's nice. Honestly, like, isn't it like 70,000 on top of them paying your uh, so when you get out of the military and become a civilian again, you use your GI Bill when you go to college, they'll also pay for your room, board, and give you a check every month for food. And they pay for your books and all that stuff. Is that taken out of the GI Bill? The GI Bill isn't like a lump sub of it's like basically a contract where it's like. You can use it for this much. Yeah, it says seventy thousand dollars on it, but it's actually like a certain number of courses. So technically, gotcha. you can build to get all the way up to a master's degree for free. Gotcha. Oh, there was a kid that did some of the welding classes, and he uh, he was doing his GI Bill through the you know like Marines and shit. Oh uh, yeah. And there was like one class that the GI Bill didn't cover, and I can't remember what it was, but it was like something stupid. But it was for like the welding program, so. I think he just like went and he retook like two of the welding classes just because he had money left on the GI bill and he just wanted to like drain every penny of it. So he did. So he went and like took two of the classes over and then he just had one class that he couldn't take to get the degree. And then I think when his GI bill was over, he like paid it out of pocket and then got the degree or some stupid shit like that. So yeah, if a class costs over a certain amount of money compared to its credits, if they won't let you take that class, basically. So even outside of the military, when you're using something you earned by putting your four to six years into the air for, into the military in general, they're like, nope, you still can't use it on these certain classes and shit like that. Even though this, this is your money that you earned and we promise you you can have it, you still can't use it. That's like the main thing why people join too is because of the GI Bill because like they want to go to college, but they can't afford it. Oh, everyone joins the military either because they have a shitty life, shitty family situation, want to get out where they're living, or just want the GI Bill. Like, I joined for yeah. college. Like, I wanted a steady paycheck, and I want free college. So, that's why I joined the military. No, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, shit. Also, like, I feel like the GI Bill is, like, such, like, a selling point. Because I remember, like, back in high school, there was always the recruiters there just, like, flaunting the oh, GI yeah. Bill in front of you. <laughs> yeah. And then, Dude, like, I took you look the... more into it, it's, like, there's more and more, like, things like you have to look into it's like actually this isn't like as like i feel like it's not like as big of a deal as they make it out to be oh no like there's like many like just little like intricacies that just kind of don't make sense about it well they're like oh yeah you could be like 
powering, you know, nuclear submarines, but then you get in there and they're like, oh, yeah, your ASVAB score was this, so you're going to be a Humvee mechanic. And it's like, oh, cool. Recruiters are literally human traffickers. (laughs) I took the ASVAB and I placed, like, the highest in the mechanical skill in the state. And, like, everybody was calling me, like, yo, you know, we want you to join our, our branch. And, you know, like, I was about to join the Army, and, like, my recruiter, he just, like, disappeared, stopped calling me, texting me, emailing me. Like, a month later, they contacted me, and they were like, yo, like, you still want to join? And I was like, what the hell happened? You know, so-and-so. And they are like, oh, yeah, he got, like, stationed in California. I was like, wow, that was good to know. But at that point, I was like already signed up for classes and shit. And I'm kind of glad that I like didn't join because I was going to have a shitty job. And I knew it was going to be shitty, but it was, you know, like a passion, which is, you know, working on cars and shit. Uh, You don't want to do motor pool in the military. That is. No, because like I learned, I learned from the neighbor that you literally like, oh, this is broken on it. Take it off and replace it. If an engine's blown up on it, you literally just send the shit out and get it redone. And then it just comes back in and everything's like beat to shit and nothing works right. So here's a little tip that no one knows about military maintenance. It's all the fucking dumbasses who couldn't get into Intel or get a real job or failed out special forces. That's all maintenance is. Really? Yes. It's not... The quality people in the military are not in maintenance. You'll, every once in a while, you'll meet like cool people and stuff like that. Or, like people who are like, "Oh, you shouldn't be here. You're too smart for this." Or people who are, like are very passionate at the job, but you are going to be surrounded by a lot of dumbasses who either don't care about the job, want to do something else in the Air Force, so they're fucking don't want to do it anymore, or they just generally just don't care. Dude, you know what's fucked up? That's kind of like welding, like my specialty. <laughs> Like, a lot of people that I've met at school for, like, welding, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, like, 27 years old. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I watched a video of some guy welding on Instagram, and I was like, hey, I guess I could do that. (laughs) And then they, like, come in, and they suck, and then they're like, man, I'm really good at this shit. Then they're, like, making $10 an hour in a fucking shop, busting their ass when they could be making more at fucking Walmart. And they're like, man, I love my job. And I'm like, bro, like I, I, I like welding, but if they're going to pay me $10 an hour, fuck that. I'd rather go work at Walmart for, I think it's up to like 15 up, up here right now. I know Florida just voted to make minimum wage or $50 an hour. And all my buddies down there are freaking out because they're, because, uh, you know, once more money is in the system, more people are making more money. Property values go through the fucking roof. Yeah, everything goes up. Oh, yeah, 15 that. or $50. 15. 15. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, dude, there's no way. Dude, if it was 50, $50, I'm fucking going down there. I'm, I'm driving <laughs> my truck. I'm going to AWOL right now and going to work at McDonald's for $50 an hour. <laughs> As, like, the name of, oh, you know, like, some dead guy. Oh, yeah. Do I? Okay, so the best part about the military is, Y'all saw that Fort Hood shit when, like, a bunch of people just popped up dead. All of them were, like, missing dead for, like, years. Like, they don't look for you when you go AWOL. If you just disappear, they're just like, nah, we're not going to waste money tracking him down. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. I feel like they, like, invest a lot in you, like, from their perspective. They also let people leave for the dumbest reasons. Like, it was, like, a year ago I saw a news article where a dude at Nellis – 
literally got discharged. Like the Air Force let him leave three years early because he had separation anxiety from his girlfriend. <laughs> I can't believe it was a real thing. Like I tried so hard to find this. It turned out to be a real thing. Sounds like a joke. I yeah. think last time I looked up the Fort Hood like death count. It was like 176 since I think like the 2000s. Yeah, since 2000, they found they've nearly found close to 200 dead bodies at Fort Hood, or in the surrounding areas of like U.S. soldiers or contractors and stuff like that. Uh, 159 non-combat deaths of Fort Hood since the beginning of 2016. Holy shit! Oh shit! Wow, that's a lot more than I thought. 71 of these were suicides. That sounds about right. The Air Force just went over 200 suicides last week. Damn. So, finishing out 2020 strong with over 200 suicides in the Air Force. So, that means like 80 people just disappeared or got killed somehow at Fort Hood. Yeah. Like 80 to 90. That's a little weird. It's in the middle of Bumpa, Texas. Like, I've had cousins and, like, buddies stationed there, and it's literally in the middle. It's like 29 Palms in California. It's in the middle of a desert in the middle of nowhere. I'm pretty sure they – yeah, they have a tank range and artillery range there. You're not – no one's daily walking through a firing range where they're dropping 105 shells. Like, <laughs> if you want to hide a body in the middle of the night, you just run out into an artillery range, dig, like, a two-foot hole, and you drop the body there and leave. No one's that, thing, that thing would be gone if a shell yeah. hit it. Oh, there'd yeah. be nothing left. And then there's no evidence once they start shelling that shit. Like, yeah. It's probably a lot more than that number. Well, that was just since 2016. Yeah. So I could only imagine what it's been going up to or yeah. what it is in total. Yeah. What the real numbers are. If you. I just want to know the amount of people who've gotten AWOL or missing from that base. Like, yeah. Because I know the Army puts no effort into finding you if you go AWOL. The Air Force only cares if you come back. Like, let's say you go AWOL somewhere and you come back, they'll meet you at the airport and arrest you there. But if you, like, are gone, gone, they don't spend, like, much effort finding you if you put any effort into making sure you disappear. Like, you have to, like, change your bank account, different insurance, like, basically what you do if you try to leave this country trying to leave, that what you have to do. All right, just looking at... Uh, AWOL desertions, um, the army is 2,500 to 4,000 annually. So that's about each year. See, they don't even know the amount of people who go AWOL. They just don't give a fuck. You know how much money it would cost for them to bring back 4,000 people who just don't want to be in the military? What are you going to do when you bring them back? Waste more money on a court martial and stick them in military prison or force them to go back to their job that they hate? I feel like it would be somebody of like high value that oh, yeah. they would want to do that to. Somebody of like high rank. Yeah, no. For sure. I they aren't bringing, how they'd like justify it otherwise. They're not bringing back a 20-year-old E3 if he goes AWOL. Like, he misses home. He's going to be gone. If we really want to find him, we're just going to go back to his parents' house. He's going to be in their basement. Yeah, and they're not going to waste that fucking ever. If like an 05 or like a colonel or something goes fucking missing and yeah we're gonna knock on doors because they're probably like a squadron commander a battalion commander or some shit like yeah that. and they just went disappearing yeah like they have a real job it's probably not good if they disappear yeah shit well shit we've been talking about a lot of military shit <laughs> all right so dogs what do we, dogs. What do we think about dogs all right dogs? Guess dogs or cat people
All right, so we didn't Definitely say this dogs. before, but yeah, LP stands that. for lost puppy. So obviously LP LP has to talk about his dog first that he's uh, getting. I'm getting a Siberian Husky, female Siberian Husky in like February. I'm so excited. Especially like living away from home and shit like that. Like you don't have anyone around or anything like that. Well, I got my roommate, like friends in the military and stuff like that, but you don't have like a companion. All right, yeah, I got a question totally for you. Done. Are you going to dress your dog up? Well, like one of those tactical vests? I'm gonna <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man. yes. Yeah. Y'all are going to get a picture of my dog with a helmet, goggles, <laughs> vest, and strapped up with like an AR on, on his back. Chandler's going to fucking start. Oh, fuck, I did it. God damn it. All right, we'll cut that out. Fuck. LP's going to fucking uh, put like a OnlyFans about his dog and shit. Hey, it cost me no money to oh, run. That's not people sus. to see my dog. Calm down there, buddy. Right. Wait, you want to see cute pictures of my dog? I'm not posting my dog's nudes on the internet. I'm better than Yeah, what the hell? Oh, that's uh, that's <laughs> like my first thought. Why would you mention OnlyFans there? Bro. I can make money off of it. What? Patreon? Patreon. <laughs> hey, man. Women out these days are like, making bank. I mean, LP, you live like in a like relatively like warmer climate area. So, like, yeah. how's the husky like hold up in that, do you think? I've I feel like. Thought, apparently, like. Huskies will, like, shed based on the environment they live in. Like, they adapt to where they're living. That's going to be, like, so, a lot of hair everywhere. Because my oh, yeah, old dog, like, yeah. he shed all the time. And, like, there would be hair everywhere. Yep. So, with my dog, uh, she's a border collie. Um, border collies have, like, certain layers to their hair that, like, protect them and cool them down. Um, and, like, if you shave them, because I know like a lot of people shave their dogs to like keep them cooler, but for like a border collie, it's actually bad to do that because their hair like keeps them cool in a way. I I don't know a whole lot about it. This is like what I learned from the guy that, you know, basically breeds border collies and knows border collies inside and out. And he said like, you never shave a border collie because they have, you know, layers of fur that protect them. I assume you just like, maintain it and like comb it and stuff like that oh yeah that's you know that's what i do with her um i actually just had to give her a bath and she had like a whole bunch of knots so oh. after this i'm gonna have to like go cut all of her knots out Question, <laughs> do you fun. bathe your dog while you're also taking a shower while you're naked or no uh no i i do it in my underwear i think that may be worse <laughs> no i have one of those like what? shower handles that you can take off the wall Oh, and then I nice. like go on the side and, you know, like I use that, but I'm not going to like do that shit in my jeans and like my shirt. I'm going to strip down into my underwear and do it. Are you like planning on like training your dog? Like with anything? Oh, of course, of course. I'm going to have to, I live in a, <laughs> I'm going to have to train my dog. Yeah. Well, He's going to like do a like basic obedience or like anything like more crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to train my dog. Have you seen those videos where people get their dog to go grab beer out of the That's fridge? what I was just going to say. I was <laughs> yes. going to say you're going to whistle and I'm going to go grab a beer. <laughs> to teach him that. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm tr- just going to try to make sure it doesn't shit in the house by, like, five. Yeah, that's the first step. <laughs> like, my family dog, like, that I've seen over uh, the holidays just now. Yeah. Uh, we've been, like, trying to teach him a few more, like, tricks and stuff, like, roll over and stuff like that. And... It works, but like it takes a while to teach him that. Like, yeah, you have to. Well, he's like a year old now, right? 
He's actually he just turned two uh, a oh, few days before shit, Christmas. Two. Oh shit! I know. Damn. What? Damn. It's crazy. Yeah. See, the problem with my dog is, like, so I got her from a guy that got her, or, like, gave her to, like, a family he knew, and, like, they just caged her up for, like, a year until I got her, and, like, he found out, and he went and got her, and then he brought her up. He's in Oklahoma, and he came up here and gave gave her to me, so, like, she's very slow at learning, because, obviously, she didn't have, like, a whole lot of interaction. And she's scared to death of like towels. I don't know why. I think I because she's a border collie and she's like super fast and nimble. So I think what they did is when she would run, they would like throw a cover or something over her to like try to you know almost rope her or like you know trap her. So I think that's why she's scared of like blankets and towels. But um, that's kind of sad. Yeah, but she's like really slow about learning tricks i mean she knows how to sit i'm trying to teach her how to like shake and stuff but um she's got like that border collie mentality like where if she's like chasing the other dog she just doesn't listen she's just in the zone like will not like you can scream yeah you can scream her name and she will just keep going so it's kind of scary but at the same time she is learning i think she's like a year and a half now a year year and a half old you know it's kind of hard for me because obviously i'm always either working or doing some other shit so maintaining your piece of shit truck hey that's why i got three of them (laughs) (laughs) hey one breaks down i got two more that's what the one guy at work said they're a bunch of ford guys and they're you know dogging on my dodges and they were like, why do you need three trucks in case one breaks down? I go, nah, I got my keeper, my beater, and the nice one. Just just the nice one, the driver. Well, they drive Ford, so they're not – they literally just bought SUVs to look up like pickup trucks. Well, the one, guys, is like brand new, and it's already starting to rust and shit. <laughs> like the frame's already like just covered in rust. Wow. And I'm like, bro, like that's a, that's a 2018, and it's just like – legit destroyed already and then the other guy just got like a brand new one like a 2020 that thing's actually really nice but he's already brought it in like three times for the warranty like something happened to his sunroof and then something happened to the lights it ain't a real truck if it has a sunroof what the fuck yeah dude it's got a sunroof he tows his like i think he told me it's like a 30 foot camper or some bullshit oh god Um, anyways, I think we're going to wrap it up there. So do you guys have any last thoughts? Don't be a narc. Listen to our podcast, please. <laughs> please. We're starting. We need to yeah. vent. We if need you to like, talk about our daily lives and how depressing <laughs> they are. <laughs> if you like uh, what you've heard here, um, you can subscribe and we'll try to get new episodes out every week or so. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening to the Big Wayne Gang. Oh, should we drop our, our handles, though? No, I'm not dropping our my Twitter yet. I'm not dropping <laughs> no, my Twitter. No, not yet. <laughs> we do have a... Oh, we do have the Twitter for the podcast. Yeah, yeah drop the that. The Big Wayne Gang. Yeah. And um, if you guys like what you hear also, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at the Big Wayne Gang. All right, thank you for listening.